on. Oh god. With all this nonsense. There it all goes. Alright. Hi, everybody. <laughs> We're, We're back the now. We're in the trenches. We're uh, all three of us, again. Crazy. I know, this is like the third episode in a row we've had all of us. I like it. Nuts. Insane. I don't think it'll ever happen again, but, you know, it's something to strive for. So, <laughs> we are kicking off. I, I don't know, the kicking off's the wrong word. We're mid-kickoff. Of We're the continuing. BDT Mock Draft 3.0, uh, because last episode that we talked about the draft at all was Mock Draft 3.0 Part 1, where we only did the first round, and we had some trades, and we got a little bit crazy with it, I'll be honest with you, uh, doubt that's how the first round's really going to work out, but we have to live with our own consequences now, because we're drafting rounds 2 and 3 today. With the results from. of those trades, as if, you know, everything continued off of that part one last week. So if you don't know what happened, go back and listen to or watch that episode last week, and you can see the entire first round. We will be starting at round two here today. Yep. I'm excited. So I guess a refresher of the rules is in order, though, because it has been a week. And if you haven't seen this in a week, uh, fair enough. But rules are important. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and click through these here. Uh, we will have a coin flip at the beginning of each and every round. The winner of the coin flip between either myself or Tug will get to decide if they want odds or evens. Uh, we're not not going to force the winner of the coin toss to go first. You get an option if you win the coin toss, essentially. Same thing we did at the top of round one. We'll do four rounds two and three today. Yep. Bug is our timekeeper. We only have about, about three minutes. Uh, I'm not going to make sure that's like extremely strict if we're in the middle of a trade negotiation or something uh, we can extend it if we need to but if we're just making a pick straight up we have three minutes to make a pick today for each and every one of our picks and if we run out of time we're required to go with whoever pff recommends because we're using this the point PFF it's software. probably tanner mckee it might end up being tanner mckee so <laughs> they they love tanner mckee um and if you don't want Tanner McKee on your team, you better draft inside three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Trades can be initiated by any one of us at any time. As in, you know, if, if I get the first pick of the second round, I'm sitting at number 32, but I want to trade out of 32, I can say... I want to do that and see what you guys come up with if you have any offers or bug can jump in and be like, Hey, I think this would make sense. Or Tug can be like, Hey, I want to be able to trade up with one of my teams run down here. The difference is we're keeping the numbering the same. We're not, we're not sticking with our own teams here. If you flipped coin, you wanted to go odds. You still have odds. Even if we make a trade with odds, it's a little bit funky, a little bit different. And it's been, 
some chaos already, so it's very fun. I like it, though. I like it, though. <laughs> Two more rules here. Uh, we do have an adversarial trade system, not just us against ourselves. So if it's, if again, in the scenario I have 32, I can't just trade up from 34 and say that, well, it's my both of my picks. I'm going to make that work. However, someone, bug, will need to be in the negotiations every single time and at least attempt to make it somewhat fair value. Last week, we got a little bit weird. I don't think all of those trades really lined up, but we'll do we'll do what we can and try to be at least reasonable with each other. Work the best that they could, right? Yep. And last rule of the mock draft uh, is that today's rounds two and three in their entirety, that means we'll go through pick 63 in round two, and then we have a bunch of compensatory picks at the end of round three. We'll go to picks pick 102. And going through the end of round three, every single team will be included in this mock draft by the end of it. So if you have a particular team you're waiting for, uh, after the first round, you haven't seen your team make any picks yet, today's your day. You'll get Miami. At, least, at least one. I was going to say think, 49ers, who won't be till the end of the... Yeah, they'll be at the end of the third round and only with compensatory picks, but I think the lowest number of picks for any team is actually the Browns, with two third-round picks today will be it for them. So, the 49ers have three compensatory picks in the third round. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that's it's going to be a fun back into the third round. <laughs> but... Ridiculous. If you guys have any questions, now's your chance. Otherwise, let's go ahead and jump to that coin toss. Get things rolling here. All right. I'm flipping it today. So, Doug, you got to pick, man. Heads or tails? Uh, Your strategy has never failed you. I'm going to go with tails. Have to. Hey! Hey! I want to pick second. I want want odds today because... uh, there are only 31 picks in the first round, so it starts at 32. I want to go second in the second round, so I want odds. I made that sound way more complicated than I needed to. I'm going to pick at number 33. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. So you technically you're on the clock with the Steelers, but before yep. we start the clock, before we start the time, let's jump to PFF. We are, we've already kind of reloaded as if this is a continuation of round one. Let's look at who's available on the board. I think that's only fair for everybody here. Uh, and we have all but 31 players still available. <laughs> certainly certainly plenty of plenty of interesting options for folks. Uh, let's let's go ahead and look here. PFF has their order of things. Uh, if you want a quarterback, Certainly a couple of interesting options, though all the top-tier guys are gone, I think, as far as we're concerned. I know some people like it and other. Wide receivers, we took most of the top guys. Josh Downs has some first-round potential hype. Uh, PFF's way higher on Tank Dell than I think anyone else in the world is. But we will see a bunch of these guys go, and Jalen Hyatt might be – Pretty soon, honestly, as far as my board goes. We'll see what Doug thinks. Uh, plenty of interesting options at receivers still. Mostly smaller guys, though. We'll see. Uh, Michael Wilson, 
Rasheed Rice, A.T. Perry, and Cedric Tillman are kind of bunched together, but they're like all of the big guy options at receiver. So that kind of yep. still surprises me that Marvin Mims has fallen as far as he did. Yeah, certainly fair. It's, it is weird seeing him that far down. In my opinion, we have four tight ends draftable today. I know some people might include Luke Schoonmaker and Davis Allen in that mix, as well as potential day two guys. But in some order, you'll probably see Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, and Sam Laporta all get drafted here today at tight end. Uh, Across, well, running back first. Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet, Devin A. Shane, Dwayne McBride are the guys that I have graded in this kind of range. Maybe Tajay Spears as well. Um, Most of these guys we'll be seeing on day three, to be fair. But I do think there's a couple of worthy of day two selections and certainly some great athletes in here at running back, if that's what you need. Let's look at both the offensive line positions at the same time here, speed things up a little bit. Uh, Darnell Wright, Dewan Jones, huge right tackle pieces, not left tackles. Like, definitively, neither of them probably will be ever in their careers, which made them slip out of the first round for us. But we have all of the interior guys still available here. Uh, Osiris Torrance, Steve Avila, everybody's available. A couple of interesting tackle options as we get further down the board as well. We'll probably see a bunch of these guys go. Uh, maybe even get down to Jalen Duncan, Nick Saldaveri. I'm a big fan of Elusigan Olatimi, so we might even see him get called here. You're a fan of a Michigan player? He transferred. Ah, okay. He was only there one year. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, corner, a lot the of heat, the heat is not as well, nearly as, as high. Right, <laughs> right. A uh, lot of interesting options available at corner. Emmanuel Forbes, Cam Smith, Tyreek Stevenson, all the way down through potential first rounders. Some people are saying now with DJ Turner, Keely Ringo is all over the place. It depends on what you like and what you don't like in a corner, I guess, and how much you think you can develop him. Uh, Clark Phillips is probably one of the best college corners in this class. The issue is how does this game translate to the NFL? Could be some interesting fits for him if we find it. A couple of guys further down this board are fascinating options. Just they need to be in the right scenario, kind of why they're day two, day three guys, not first rounders. We also have safety. Um, not too many options, I would say, today for true, pure safeties. Corner is definitely the stronger position, but Antonio Johnson is phenomenal. And I think that Jordan Battle, Jamie Robinson, Sidney Brown, we could all see in this, this kind of range. Yep. J.L. Skinner, if he hadn't gotten injured, would have been in this range for me as well. He's probably back in a day three now with that lingering. And Jair Brown is, and Christopher Smith, actually, are two of my favorite underrated defensive back options. Might see those guys as well. We'll have to see what happens with the board. 
Interior defensive line. Love these guys. Keanu Benton, Siaki Ika, Kobe Turner. Zach Pickens are some of my favorite players in this class entirely. Uh, Moro Ojomo is, and Keandre Coburn, both from Texas, are both huge. And just, <laughs> that can be fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the Byron Youngs is here. The other, Byron, the other Byron Young plays Edge out of Tennessee. I don't think he's really a day two guy. Probably not. We have a lot of options at Edge Rusher. Yep. Actually, maybe three of these guys could potentially go in the first round. And they're still here. Will McDonald, BJ Ojolari, probably Derek Hall, the guys I'm talking about there. Yep. Uh, Isaiah Foskey is one of my favorites as well. Thule to Pelotu doesn't exactly play like a traditional outside linebacker, versatile 4-3 edge. He's more of a 3-4 edge, so maybe a little bit of scheme fit potential there. Maybe even push him inside. Depends on what you want to do. Um, Andre Carter, I I don't know what we're going to do with him. He's, he's slipping, <laughs> man. His draft stock is tanking right now. So plenty of good options at edge rusher. And then we haven't seen a single linebacker go off the board either. Uh, all of the big-time guys are available. Diane Henley, Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders, Trenton Simpson, Dorian Williams, Dorian Overshone, Ivan Pace, Noah Sewell. I love all of them. I think they're all fantastic. Uh, but you know me. I fall in love with linebackers very easily. So maybe I will overdraft them here today. And if you want to, we have uh, some non-humans on this on this board. What? Punters and kickers. Ah. I don't think we'll get there. <laughs> Unless it's you know. making a pick for the Patriots, in which case you might just say, fuck them. But <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> anyway, with all that, that's or available. Or could fucking do it anyway. So That, that is kind of true, actually. You, you never predict what Bill Belichick's going to do. But the Steelers are on the clock. No, not at all. Uh, go ahead and get started here, Tug. What direction are you thinking? So I want to look. We, we picked up a cornerback for them last week with Deontay Banks. Um, so I want to look at the tackle position. The issue I have is – what's his name? I was just looking at it. Um Chapuma Okafor is not a terrible right tackle, and the guys I'd be drafting in this position are probably looking at your right tackles. There's a big drop-off of left tackles. Is that worth it? I think in this situation it is. We're going to go ahead and take the top right tackle off the board. That's going to be Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. I am a big fan of that fit for the Steelers, and I love Dewan Jones as a player. He is the one of the most gigantic humans of all time. Dude, so. 6'8", 360, and athletic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. But we I have seen how that's worked out in the past. Makai Becton really didn't work for the Jets. Uh, j- just due to injuries, DeJuan Jones has, has that kind of issue. But maybe that size and athleticism doesn't translate. I don't know. We'll see. 
I'm certainly rooting for Dewan Jones, obviously. Um, but that gives me the Houston Texans here. And I I was really hoping I would get this spot. I'm very excited about this because we did not give them a quarterback in the first round. And uh, Oh, no. I am going to give them Hendon Hooker. I was wondering three. when you would go off the, off the board. And uh, this might be the biggest brain play of all time for the Houston Texans if Hendon Hooker does anything worthwhile. Yep. I don't know if he will or not. Some people really love him. If this works, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> well, everybody fell in love with him, right? Yeah, hurt. And, and you're just yeah. they were just kind of stuck. They're like, okay, what do we want to do with him? I mean, a, a ACL like that, that's tough. And he yeah. is he is 25. Second round. In concern. our scenario, in our scenario, wouldn't he be sitting behind Ryan Tannehill at this point as well? Yes, he would. Yeah. So Hendon yeah. I mean, Davis Mills competition for second string. This kind of oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. All right, Doug. I already have my mind made up for the Cardinals. Um, okay. Sorry, Ben. Ben's trying to say something and pausing out. <laughs> Very exciting. Riveting content. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, he's he's kind of back. I am going to go after one of those edges we were talking about. I actually think this guy is underrated on a lot of big boards, and I think he's got higher potential even up into the first round from the reports I've been seeing. Let's go ahead. We're going to go with Derek Hall. Filling that yes. edge knee that they have out of uh, out in Arizona. So they've covered cornerback and edge in their first two picks. It's a fantastic start to the draft for the Cardinals. Oh, I... I love Derek Hall. I think he's awesome. And that fit would be very fun. They definitely need an edge rusher of some kind. And they didn't go that direction the first round in this scenario. So, uh, yeah, I, I I like Derek Hall a lot. I, I can see that working out pretty well. Uh, trying to get a little bit organized here. I've, my big board on the side is not working out for me right now because I'm not keeping up with it like an idiot. So, <laughs> Jace, who did we have the Colts go with before? We had them trade back and pick up Anthony Richardson. That is right. Um, golly. They... This, this is kind of a no-brainer to me okay. just because of how badly they need this position and they need the speed of the position. I'm going to give them Josh Downs. I know he yeah, is like small. Five, five, nine is a concern, especially because you've had some smaller receivers not work out for you in the past, like pretty recent history. I'm thinking of Paris Campbell specifically. But, yeah, I, the Colts need something at that position. So Josh Downs is like a first-round-ish range talent, even at five nine with that speed, with that ability. Kind of give him a shot here. So, the Rams are in an interesting position here. Uh, I yeah. love that pick with Josh Downs. What do you do? Well, all of the really the top two edge rushers, there's still some hanging on the board. 
Uh, but the draft stocks aren't doing as well today as they were, say, last week. Um, there is a top-end corner that is still on the board, though. You're talking definite first-round value. Let's go ahead and give them Cam Smith out of uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, Cam Smith, big physical and corner, which kind of fits. They lost Jalen Ramsey. so Yep, he's fell in that Jalen Ramsey hole. Yeah. That's pretty nice for the Rams. Seahawks with Tyree Wilson and Kalijah Kansi. They are not going back to defensive line here. That is that's for sure. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go ahead. I think I'm going to go ahead and take our first interior lineman off the board here. Okay. Ooh. It's a tough decision here, man. Mm. No. No, no, no. I mean, the best one is Osiris Storms. Yeah. I'm just going to take the best one. I mean, I kind of like the versatility of a Steve Avila there. I don't think the Seahawks really do that anyway. Like, they're just going to – Osiris Lawrence has the best guard in the class, like, by a mile. Yeah. Just take, take just take him. All right. With the Raiders on the board here, this is going pretty smooth. I kind of like this right now. We're, we're crushing through it. Um, No, but Josh McDaniels has always been successful with a specific type of player in his mm-hmm. offense. And that specific type of player is literally on the board still. Uh, so we're going to go to tight end. And we're looking for the biggest and baddest tight end they have. What do you know? There's one that fits Gronkowski's mold almost exactly. Let's go ahead and give them Darnell Washington uh, to hopefully offset the Darren Waller loss this offseason. Offset and recalibrate the position. Yep. The better fit with what they need. Yeah, Darnell Washington is another six foot eight guy in this class <laughs> and can catch. So that's yep. nuts. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, um, six foot eight guys are not supposed to catch. Yeah, that's not cool. That's not good of them. Not very nice. I don't appreciate it. It's not fair. Uh, <laughs> back to Carolina. They got themselves Bryce Young. I think their offensive line is pretty dang good, actually, uh, to be in position to be able to get a guy like Bryce Young. That's a little bit unusual. Wide receiver could be an option here, but all the like upper echelon guys are off the board in this scenario, which means I probably am leaning defense. I think the, the defensive back room is one of the strongest positions on the team. Yep. So it would be a front seven guy. And... There's a guy kind of slipping here. Um, I am going to go ahead and jump on Will McDonald with with my pick here, Carolina Panthers. Will I think McDonald that... had a farm. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yep. Ignore me. I, I, I'm trying to like justify the fit. I've heard worse. I don't know if I don't know if it's necessarily a fit pick. It's more of just the talent is so dang good at 39. You guys got to take the yeah. guy. All right. So with the Saints in the first round, we went wide receiver. <clears throat> yes. Um, Unusual. I don't. I haven't seen anybody else do that in any mock draft. Makes me feel I just good. Want to confirm outside something. the box. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, their two biggest needs of edge and interior defensive line. Again, there's a big drop off right now. Almost. You still have BJ Ojulari on there. Um, so I'm sitting here going, do I go after the edge rusher that basically replaces Cam Jordan? Mm-hmm. Or do I go get the number two safety in the class? Jordan Battle is still on, on the board at this point, and that's very much round one upside. Actually, probably where people have him going is to New Orleans in the first round. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, give me one second here while Ben's still figuring his stuff out, and I have some time to cheat the system. Right. Um, I don't blame you. Yeah, I I could definitely see safety being an option for you there. Also, there are plenty of great corners on the board for you, which probably is a bigger need than going receiver in round one. But you know, Zay Flowers fell to us. Um, I completely disagree with PFF for the record on guard and center being a need. The interior of their offensive line is pretty solid in my mind for the next several years yep so all right with the slipping of bj ojulari is going to continue here we're gonna go jordan Mm. battle to the saints cover down that deep safety position um for your kind of information like i said i'm not using pff's rankings i'm actually using uh the draft networks again I wish we could reach out and, and work with them, but, you know, we're not big enough yet. Um, Jordan Battle is slipping out of almost the third round, according to their right. rankings. So we will let him continue to slide. The Saints are going to go get what is a first-round talent at safety and hopefully mean, correct their – You said Jordan Battle slipped out of the third round. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. BJ Ujulari slipping out of the third round. Okay. Jordan Battle is we're drafting him right around where they're they're saying he should go. Okay. Let's see. Interesting. Yeah. I like the I like the Texas AM safety more than Jordan Battle, personally. Well. But that's all right. When you're picking that's with right. the Saints, you can make that pick. And I'm not, so Hey. There you go. I am all picking right. with the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Who we had trade up in division. <laughs> And, and keep their second round pick. Give away Ryan Tannehill and pick up CJ Stroud. Um man, if they're gonna do that, they need offensive line so freaking badly. <laughs> they, they need all of it. Yeah. I know Darnell Wright's still here, and a lot of people really love him, and I do think he's gonna be a good right tackle. I just don't want to go Darnell right here. <laughs> Fair. You know, he's Tennessee guy too. Like it, it makes all the sense in the world for reasons. I want a left tackle. I want yep. a left tackle. 
I'm going to go with Jalen Duncan out of Maryland, who I think is a lot better than PFF's given credit for here, and is a legitimate left tackle, uh, which they pretty desperately need. And if they're trading up for a quarterback like they did in our universe here, then my goodness, they want to protect across the offensive line. See, now the Jets have no grudge against Tennessee, and they just want a tackle. They don't care what side he plays on. Uh, so they're going to go ahead. We did, um, we did give him Peter Skaronsky last week. Exactly. So now they're trying to follow up with the right side, really sure of that offensive line. Okay. Um, All right. the, the issue here, right, everyone's going to say, but you have Makai Becton, and you're right. The issue is the best ability is availability, and Makai Be- Becton has been routinely hurt. Um. Look, I'm going to yep. go, maybe it's a developmental tackle here in the second round. I'm okay with that. I want the option. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Darnell Wright. Maybe consider moving uh, one of the three inside to the guard position. All right. That would be definitely a massive, massive change to how they do offensive line here. Uh, I do think one of these picks will be gone with the Aaron Rodgers deal. Or maybe the Aaron Rodgers deal doesn't happen until after or, the draft. At this or point, both are gone. No idea. I doubt that. Maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't go to the Jets at all. And if that doesn't happen, apparently he's something. going to retire. So that's bug would love that. Come on, sure. <laughs> Jets, fuck this up. Let's go. <laughs> so now they have two offensive linemen with their first two picks. I have to go linebacker here. Linebacker is such a big need for them, and all of them are on the board. I'm going to take – ooh, what <laughs> linebacker would fit them best is the question. I think it would be Diane Henley. Probably the most, like, athletic, rangy linebacker of the group, probably. Uh, the Jets aren't going to be taking a thumper at the position necessarily. I don't, I don't see that being the way their defense really works. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they want a straight, like CJ Mosley replacement or something crazy. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to give him Diane Henley here, and I think he is. There is potential for him to be the best linebacker out of this class for sure. I like it. I uh, like it. They, they need help. So. Not the Atlanta oh, Falcons. I have a, a again. I almost have too many options. So Christian Gonzalez went to them in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not looking at at corner again. BJ Ojulari is sitting there staring at me. Can you bring up the edge rushers real quick, Doug? Sure. But then the other issue is they also have a clear need at running back. Um, pull some pressure yeah. off of. Look, you bring in another running back, you can throw a quarter L Patterson on the outside as an actual wide receiver, and you're just as good. So I would be yeah, looking. They have they have like the seventh round pick or whatever out of BYU last year, though, right? Who came on and did extremely well, oh. like a thousand yard rusher. I didn't think he was a thousand yards. Struggled last year really came down to the fact that the NFL wanted Tom Brady to make the playoffs. <laughs> True. Probably should have made the playoffs. <laughs> but 
anyway, if you want running back, I'm not going to stop you. I, I, that would be. Well, I'm thinking of a complimentary back here, right? So the way yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about it is I wouldn't be going Jameer Gibbs because Jameer Gibbs is an all-around back. I don't need an all-around back. I need somebody to play alongside Corderell as the power option. That would be Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, and they have somebody else, though, that did really well, and, and I think that was kind of what you're thinking. And if that's the case, then, yeah, we'll go B.J. Ojulari here. His slide stops at 44. You're going so, – yeah, So, Tyler, who are you I, actually – Tyler Algier is who I'm thinking of, and he – yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, let's let's go with uh, B.J. Ojulari then. We're we're gonna continue to work on that defense. Okay. Yeah, I can see that more than yeah. Tyler Algier ran for one thousand thirty-five yards last year. I think he's gonna be your main guy. Sorry. Nah, hey, there we go. Uh, all right. For him too. I I don't. I don't think the offense is so far gone for the Falcons that they need to do a lot of work to get it in a a better state. I think they've got a solid enough foundation for that offense. It's the defense that really needs the work right yeah. now. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I'm with you. The Green Bay Packers here. Paris Johnson Jr. fell to us at 15 in their first round last week. So they took a tackle. Um, which means edge rusher is still definitely in play here. Also, wide receivers in play. I could definitely see a move happening in that direction. Tight end is in play. Uh, that's tight people love mocking tight end to them in the first round. I kind of want to go defensive line because I feel like that would be a Packers move, and I have kind of a Packers fit here. Uh, who's definitely available to us. I have to find him. Let's go with Keon White here at number 45, who is getting invited and has, is going to be attending the draft in Kansas City. Uh, you're, you made it to day two, but you still got to hear your name called. Congratulations. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love drafting this guy, not necessarily to the Patriots, I just love drafting this guy. And also, I think he fits their defensive system. Um, Andre Schmidt, kicker. The Patriots' (laughs) defense honestly thrived with Vince Wilfork. So we're going to go and get, within range, the biggest, baddest boy we can find as an interior defensive lineman. And you got him right there at Siaki Ika out of Baylor uh, to, to shore up their center of that. They run a three-three-five, uh, I believe, is their base defense. Yeah. Not a great pass rushing option, and not that the AFC East is very good at running the ball, but it's one less thing you have to worry about when you have a guard in a center eating up one dude before as, right. as you're letting your edge rushers and linebackers go loose. Right. Oh, definitely. I love Siaki Ika, and that is that is an interesting fit. One that I hadn't really thought of before either. So that'd be awesome. Uh, for Washington, again, offensive line kind of fell to him. It was just in a position 
you thought Broderick Jones was the best available player. Um, so they went offensive tackle at 16, which makes me think they need a corner pretty badly. Let's go ahead and take one of these really good ones who's still available here at the top of round two. I am going to go with DJ Turner simply for the speed. I mean, you're getting a very pretty similar player in a lot of ways to Deontay Banks, who yep. almost everyone's agreeing is a first round pick at this point at the corner. Uh, I don't know that DJ Turner is as good in press man coverage, and he is definitely has some size concerns. I think he's only five foot nine. But he has the speed, and he has proven that he is able to hang with taller receivers in the past. I really haven't seen it be an issue for him. So let's go ahead and take yeah, DJ Turner here to the commanders, help that defensive back room. I like it. I like it. All right, the Lions here have sat on two defensive picks. We're going to go get an offensive guy real quick, like um, arguably the best tight end in the draft. Uh, we're going to go after Luke Musgrave. Uh, to go join the Lions out there uh, at pick 48. Yep, Luke Musgrave is very good. And if he weren't injured, probably would have a lot more hype around him. But he was injured for most of the last season. No, he's very good. And we're back with Steelers. Who got themselves uh, a tackle a little bit earlier. And also last week, I'm trying to find what they did because I don't Deontay remember. Banks. Deontay Banks. Yeah, we already talked about it, and I already forgotten. Uh, there are a couple of fantastic options for them still on the board. They will be the second linebacker spot here for us. Who in the world do you go with when you have the option between Jack Campbell and Drew Sanders? Oh, man. With the Pittsburgh Steelers, I have to think they're going to go with Jack Campbell here. A lot, lot harder of a hitter. Less yeah. of a pass-rushing type. This is uh, this is your pure Mike linebacker going to you know, fuck you up in the middle of the field. And that's that's very Steelers. <laughs> the, the Tampa Bay Bucks cannot believe their luck here. Uh, they drafted... Uh, Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson, thank you, in the first round after trading up. They kept their second round pick, and now yeah. a first round caliber cornerback is sitting right there at the top of the board. Do I just let these three minutes run out, or do I tell you I'm taking Emmanuel Forbes? I mean, if you were the NFL, you would let the three minutes run out. Oh, you're as, right. As, as much time as possible. You would absolutely let the three minutes run out. You'd no, maybe even play an ad. Yeah, this would be a great commercial break spot. Everyone knows what they're going to do anyway. It's like everyone just has to sit there and wait for four minutes while yep. some Snickers commercials play. <laughs> Guys, we're making fun of and it. Not a commercial. We're, we're doing right. this actively right now. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Take Emmanuel Forbes here. Yes. Uh, and Miami Dolphins. Uh, a second reason why I wanted to be odds first was handing hooker to the Texans just made a ton of sense in this universe. And second reason was that I could take the dolphins pick and you couldn't. It was very funny to me. <laughs> I just hope you're serious with it and not doing what I see you lining up to do right now. Fucking Tanner Mickey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, I'm also not going to draft offensive line. I feel like I've done that a lot and signed a whole bunch of offensive linemen. And kind of like if if you can't develop them at this point, that's a problem with your coaching staff, not with the additions of talent. Well, we keep changing our offensive roster. line coach like every year, so. Well, they keep snorting cocaine, so it's. <laughs> uh, I really also don't know if you need a tight end. You got rid of Gasicki kind of for a reason. We unless need a you have tight end. We need a George Kittle like tight end, not a receiving tight end. Yeah, but I mean, you're not going to get George Kittle. I don't care no. where you're picking or what what's happening. Um, I'm kind of not thinking you go offense at all here. Kind of thinking you probably should go defense. Okay. Uh, at at the same time, I hate your running back room so much. I, I everyone does. And man, the best option for. Obviously, the best option for the Dolphins would be B. Sean Robinson if you're going to take a running back this year. But that's just not going to happen. I am going to give you Jameer Gibbs, though. I'll take uh, it. He, he fits so well. The, give, give give you a receiving back. Look, back all there. I'm saying is you're making the Miami Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah. For you sure. just gave me another Alabama guy. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly fine with me. Uh, <laughs> difference here. He used to play at Georgia Tech, and he was a one-year player at Alabama. And he yep. was the leading receiver at Alabama last year as a running back. So I like it's... it. Fits, fits Mike McDaniel's system really well. All right. So I said all that to say, you know, I, I really do think you need help on the defensive side of the ball more than you need help on the offensive side of the ball. But also yeah. your running back room sucks so bad, and a guy fell to you that made a ton of sense. So I, I went that direction instead. Yep. Who did we draft? For Seattle in the first part of this draft. Osiris. Okay, so you took it. Okay, that makes my life easy. Uh, go give me the linebackers and Drew Sanders, who plays all over the field, is a fantastic fit for Seattle. It's a fantastic spot for him to go. I hate that if I'm Chicago. I would have loved to get Drew Sanders. Even though you picked up a couple of linebackers in free agency, Drew Sanders just kind of fits to me in my 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 eyes. Yep. Uh, last week, we had Chicago trade down again. So down at number 19, they went with Nolan Smith, who, I don't know about you, I think that would be the best possible scenario the Bears could ever dream of, getting like a top 10 talent at 19 instead and getting some additional draft picks even on top of what they've already gotten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, you kind of have to think offensive line would be your, your biggest play, which there's some good options on the interior if that's the way you wanted to go. I do want to ask the question, Bug, would you rather have a tackle or an interior offensive lineman? Of those two. I think if they're, looking into the, if they're looking into the second round, I think you're going interior. There's... There's been questions about the offensive line for the past two years. This is no mm-hmm. mistake. And you're cutting out. Uh, but so the, hard. the offensive line's gotten better. It looks like they've got. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Just I, not I don't know what to day, do. man. Right. This is, this is terrible luck 
per buck on the stream. Um, I agree with you, I guess I should say, that interior makes a ton of sense. And with some of the moves of the past couple of years, maybe they don't need tackle quite as much. Um, I want to give them an, a versatile guy, which is why I'm kind of hovering on Steven Vila here. The other guys in this range are pretty much pure centers. Steven Vila can do both. Let's let's throw him in here uh, at 53. All right. At 54, I'm looking at the Chargers' biggest needs. Tight end, too early to draft. Interior defensive line, too early to draft. We have an edge rusher from last week that we took. Running back, now that Jameer Gibbs is gone, too early to draft. I think this might be a trade-back scenario. Do you have anybody you'd like to offer to trade up with? Oh, gosh, absolutely. There's a guy I think fits the Chargers, and if they're willing to trade out of here, I would love the opportunity to move up with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're in the division. I don't think that's really going to happen. Can I trade up with the Houston Texans would be my question. I guess I don't see why not. I don't why why we wouldn't be able to try it here. Uh, Bug is kind of unavailable at the moment, so I think it's going to just have to be you yeah. and me. Um, Which is fair. You will always be the adversary, and I will always be your adversary. I just want number right. fifty four here. Okay. The if you want of... my fifty, if you want my fifty four. Yeah. I'm going to want probably your 65 and 73 this year. Hmm. That is a lot. That is not worth it at all. Well, make a counter. I can give you 65 and 188. Yeah, to move back 11. Uh, how about 161? No, 188. All right, 188 it is. All right. Uh, and it's still your pick, but I, I'm just going to tell you my opinion. I would have been trading up for a receiver here. That's fair. Um, on, uh, if, if you don't go that way, it's it's your pick. So, nope, you're fine. Uh, and I got sixty-five and one eighty-eight. Sorry, I'm tracking this so I don't have to go listen to everything again later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you're up with Houston now. No, you're up with Houston. Yeah, you know what I mean. Cool. I'm up with Houston. <laughs> oh God. Tanner McKee. <laughs> I mean. No, you already took Kenyon Hooker. Right. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, man. All right, so we're going to QB. <laughs> ever grab an edge guy with them? Yeah, we did in the first round. Okay. Uh, Lucas Van Ness. That's it. All right, bring up my wide receivers. I will say as well, you did also take Quentin Johnson with them in the first round. Um, but right. I think I hate, receiver is a huge need for them. So, I mean, you're not you're not wrong to be honest. 
you know what? We're going to get the band back together. We're going to do the most Houston Texans thing ever. And we're going to go after Hendon Hooker, and then we're going to trade up and grab Jalen Hyatt. That is exactly the move I was trying to make. I was trying to manifest it when I offered the trade. Good, Jalen you and I are to the Texans here. On this same page. And, oh, and look, man. This, this is about where his value's at. He's not overdrafted. He's not <laughs> underdrafted. I think sitting here at 54, he's in his window. And I would have taken Jalen Hyatt with the Chargers there if that were my pick. So it's. I almost forgot he existed until we started going through it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Perfectly understandable. <laughs> so, all right, Detroit here. We've them... Defense. Uh, defense in a tight end. Yeah, we've gotten them Will Anderson Jr. We've gotten them Brian Brzee. They did just lose like two wide receivers to uh, gambling suspensions. They did. <laughs> that might be in play now. Um, man. What else? What else could I give them? They've really loaded up the defensive back room. I really don't see them going that direction. The offensive line is really great. Running back is set. We didn't have them go quarterback here before, which is a theoretical option. Interior offensive line is another good option for them here, and this is the range where we're going to start seeing them go. Kind of, but I don't really want to give them a center. Um, let me pull the receivers back up here. I mean, they don't really have a player like Rasheed Rice right now. And I, yep. I love Rasheed Rice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it. Rasheed Rice to the Lions. All right. With the Jaguars here, I really do like an interior offensive lineman to them in this position. Mm. The issue I'm running into is the same one you were just saying earlier. I don't want a pure center. Right. Ooh, I might, I might have one option here. I would love to draft Andrew Voorhees here, but again, the ACL. dude is hurt. Yeah, ACL yeah. at the combine, so it's not like Landon Dickerson last year. Yeah, is he still on the board? I don't think you drafted him yet, did you? Who? I'm gonna I'm gonna struggle to pronounce this one. Emil Ekior Jr. out of Bama. He is he's definitely still on the board. He's definitely still on the board. I'm telling you that that ranking does not match what I'm seeing here in terms of grades and Oh, I I'm not saying that yeah. I necessarily agree with PFF on their rankings here. I'm just Let's, hold on. I, I wouldn't Let's, have taken him before now. So, yeah, he's still on the board. And and I wouldn't have taken him before here either, but to me this makes a lot of sense. You go get yourself a potential starting guard. Uh, and just to highlight the differences in PFF's rankings versus TDN's, TDN has has Emil Okafor as Ekior as the 59th overall prospect. 
yeah. not the one eighty second. Right. No, I don't. I don't blame you for taking him. I'm just. Yeah. I no, said that, I said that dismissively as if it's a bad pick. And it's, that it was more of me explaining, hey, because everyone right. watching this is going to see 182. Yeah. I can I can see a guard to the Jags there. Makes sense to me. Uh, the New York Giants are on the clock now. We gave them Jordan Addison in the first round, which I do like a lot. And amazingly for them, most of the centers are still available, which is what they really need. Uh, a lot of people have been tying them to John Michael Schmitz even in the first round. I think I want to go Joe Tipman instead. Okay. Personally, so I'm going to do it. Why not? Joe Tipman, 57 to the New York Giants. Who did we draft with the Cowboys? Give me a sec. I have Dalton, Dalton Kincaid in the first yeah. round. Look, the... Cowboys have an issue where they have been known to have one of the best offensive lines for a long time. The issue is right. they're all getting old now. So now give me a second here while I go figure out which way I'm going with this. There are a lot of options for the Cowboys. Honestly, they need to improve at a bunch of different positions. I like they the thought do. of offensive line, and they love drafting offensive line. But, you know, a corner makes sense. Uh Really, they only have one, right? Uh, a linebacker makes sense. Leighton Vanderish had like two good seasons and is getting paid as if he had more than that. Defensive line could make sense. Edge rusher could make sense. I mean, there are a lot of positions the Cowboys could use improvements at, even though they are pretty good. And cutting Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, what does that exactly mean for? how your offense is going to look now. You're used to a two-headed attack at running back. Do you maybe then go after a power back in the draft here, even if it's a little bit later than you know, number four overall, like Zeke? Uh, Zach Charbonnet could fill that exact role, maybe. But maybe you don't even need to do that in round two. I am specifically looking for somebody that can replace Zach Martin, because Zach Martin is constantly injured right now or constantly yeah. unavailable is what I should say. He's getting up there in age. And I'm so glad PFF has this player as an interior offensive lineman. He's pro or uh, not PFF uh, TDN. He's probably listed as an offensive tackle. We're going to go. Reach. Talking about. We're going to go reach a little bit here, but Cody mock feels like the right fit here for, for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, he's he's hard not to like. <laughs> right? This he also plays violin. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Very he fun. Will glad, he will gladly have sleepovers at Jerry Jones's place before he signs his contract. <laughs> As is tradition. So we got the Buffalo Bills as safety in the first round with Brian Branch. I say safety... A defensive back in the first round with Brian Branch. Um, what do we do here? I'm kind of thinking maybe we lean into the edge route. I don't know who I would want to take. At 59 with this, though. Um, 
and what exactly would fit their team, right? Do we have a good linebacker still available? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could definitely see him going with a guy like Trenton Simpson here. I like that. Um, I think he really fits what they do with that defense. Yep. So the Bengals, we took a surprise and we replaced Eli Apple with Joey Porter Jr. in the first round. Uh, yes. In the second round, we're going to stick a, stick with drafting our defensive backs. It's our biggest need this offseason. I feel bad. Sam Laporta is just falling down this board, but he know. hasn't been needed yet. Um, give me the safeties. And we're going to go Sidney Brown. Hmm. Think it's a better fit. Okay. TDN also has him as the third overall safety on the board. I not, really like Antonio to... Johnson. I, I just... <laughs> it's crazy. He's coming. It's crazy. He's coming up. All right. All right. Uh, man, the Bears are back on the clock. Gave him an interior offensive lineman. Also in the first round, gave him Nolan Smith. I could see him going. Offensive line again. <laughs> I can see him going defensive front again. Oh man! Actually, I, I'm curious what we have left at defensive, like interior defensive line. Oh gosh, that fits too well. <laughs> that fits so well. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna give him Keanu Benton. Nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Beefing up that front seven. And now here's the Eagles for you. Yeah, what do I do with the Eagles here, man? Uh, to recap so far, uh, Philly has drafted Miles Murphy and Mazai Smith. So we're not going back to the defense, I promise you. Now, to remind everybody last week when we played this game, they tried to play the game of Jameer Gibbs will fall back to me at 62. Um, that's why they which, drafted Mazai Smith. Right, which didn't Under, happen. It didn't happen. Um, so now the question is, do they go for a running back here? Because, again, that's one of their biggest needs. Or do they continue to load up their defense? Oh, Look, the PFF says wide receiver. I disagree. I don't think the Eagles need a wide receiver that badly. Uh, there's, Not a, th there's a great option for them there that we've talked about several times now. At wide receiver? No. Running back? No. Edge? Mm. IDL? No. Yeah. Dude, give me some... There's a great option. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, make you change your mind if you don't. If if you don't want to go I, this dude, direction, I, I don't know where I'm going. If you don't tell me the Eagles are drafting Tanner McKee, I would absolutely go with Antonio Johnson here, 100. percent That's valid. Like even even PFF, I wasn't even thinking that because PFF has him has safety as their third like tertiary need. I think it is much higher than that. And yeah, I, I think you're right. R sitting right here at 62 with this 64th ranked prospect, yeah, you go Antonio Johnson. Thank you for reining me in. <laughs> Tanner McKee. All right. 
Yeah, yeah. Tanner McGee for sure to the Eagles with that big contract to uh, Jalen Hurts just now. Tanner McGee to the Eagles makes a ton of sense. Also to the Chiefs, you make a ton of sense. Yeah. Uh, all that money they're paying Patrick Mahomes definitely need Tanner McGee on that roster. Um, we took Felix and DK Uzoma for the Chiefs in the first round. They still desperately need help at receiver. They're dangerously thin at the position. I'm going to go with a guy who Ben talked about at the beginning of the show. Wonder why he's slipping so much. Uh, could be very fun in the Chiefs offense. Marvin Mims here is a speedy and agile kind of guy. Seems like what the Chiefs like and yep. is not getting a lot of respect from the outside looking in, but probably will be when it comes time for the actual NFL draft. And that does it for round two. So we need to do a whole other coin flip because. Look at that. I'm ready to go. That is incredible. <clears throat> and why not? Let's go tails again. All right. All right. All right, Tug. Tug, what do you want? What do you want to do? Evens or odds? You know what? Let's switch it up. I'm going to go odds on this. Fuck you. I have to pick for the Bears again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna lie, that was that was part of it. Is honestly, I don't know where to go for the Bears anymore. Oh man! All right, so <laughs> all right, this is a this is a classic classic Bears move. I need to pull up their roster real quick. So if you want to offer any kind of analysis, while I'm trying to think of this, I feel mean, free. I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around everything we've drafted for the Bears. We got to tackle, yes. Have we gone so. all offensive line to this point? No, no, no. We've gone Keanu Benton, okay. Steve Avila, and we got okay. Nolan in the first round. That's it. That's Look, so again, you're still trying to protect your your prize possession in Justin Fields here. Maybe get him some more options. Wide receiver makes some sense here to me, too. Um, maybe you, we all know how the Bears love tight ends. Tight end makes sense. Um Actually, there is a name that we had just said kept falling. Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking at the roster for. They do have Cole Komet, and they do seem to like Cole Komet, and they also just added Robert Tunyon to the room. So I'm kind of not feeling adding a tight end. Nope. Uh, What do we got for tackles? Yeah. I could see it. Actually, I do like Matthew Bergeron quite again, a bit. Again, a pure right tackle, though. I disagree. I disagree. Um, Wayne Morris is your pure right tackle here. No, that's fair. I don't really want to do that, though. Like, I just don't feel like it, so I'm just not going to do that. All right. <laughs> I'm going to beef up the front seven even more. I'm going to go with Tuli Tuli Pelotu, who I think could potentially work his way to the inside of your defensive line, even. And that could be a very young and very scary looking front seven. Um, 
I just added two e two e below two to the Bears at the top of approved. Welcome back, bug. Approved. <laughs> the, uh, the internet issues have been relentless today. At first, I thought it was just Streamyard. And... It's just what well, I was trying to say earlier when you were talking asking about offensive line. It feels like they've gotten the exterior of the offensive line at least somewhat figured out. The interior could always use some work. That seems like it's been a weak spot, particularly yeah. center. It's kind of been a revolving door. Um, so I didn't actually see who you picked. I was fiddle-fucking around with the internet. Um, I gave him Steve Avila. Cena, I gave him Steve Avila because uh, of the versatility at guard and center. And then you also missed the other Bears pick in the, sec- in the second round. I gave him Keanu Benton. So you got three front seven players in the top four picks here and one interior offensive lineman. I love it. I love it. And then I see you took Marvin Mims <laughs> fall into the Chiefs. That is dangerous. Yeah. That's yeah, not that's, even fair. That's Tyreek. You just throw it. Patrick Mahomes can be running for his life as much as he wants, and you just throw it and he can just throw it in Mims' general direction. He's going to catch the fucking thing. Like, that's. Yeah. Unfair. The other thing, yeah. That's, I think that's a, that's a knockout pick. The other thing that you missed, the other big move that you missed, uh, the Chargers traded down with the Houston Texans. The Texans went up and got Jalen Hyatt to pair with their new quarterback, Kendon Hooker. (laughs) Very fun. If you want to make... If you you want to give him a guy to play with in college, that's a great strategy. I, I like it. Yeah. All right. The Chargers aren't freaking. The Chargers are not freaking out anymore. Uh, they're happy drafting a tight end in this spot. So we're gonna go Sam Laporta. Mm-hmm. With uh, that with makes the a lot of sense. Here. I like it. Respect it. Yep. Tight end feels like a need for them. Underrated need for them, honestly. So I'm uh, looking at their depth chart, and this is an actual question. Oh, that's because I'm not on our lads. I was wondering what happened to Rayshon Slater, because he's not showing on their depth chart at all. So he must have been on the IR at the end of last year. Potentially. Yep, that's why. All right. So it gives us back the Arizona Cardinals, who dropped some new uniforms today, if anybody hasn't seen them. Uh, we did post that in our Discord as well. Our Discord is a good place for news. Uh, I personally don't like their new uniforms. They, that's they just don't me. Look any they look different. like shit. They, I'll say yep. this, they look better <laughs> than what the XFL is charging $190 for. That is very true. I'll give you that. And that's not debatable. Not debatable. <laughs> so at the top of the first round gave the Cardinals a cornerback. Then we got him Derek Hall in the second, which is a pretty nice fit. I do agree they need interior offensive line quite a bit. Uh, one guy that everybody seems to love and most people would put as their one of their top guys in the interior is still available in the top of the third round here. John Michael Schmitz to the Arizona yep. Cardinals feels like a solid fit for them. I hate teams with back-to-back picks. John Jacob Jingle Michael, which is Michael what Smith. I'm about to do here. Um, yeah, unless you want to trade, I mean, you could call up call up Bug here and see if he has some ideas. Everybody hunting for that Tanner McKee pick. 
really not. I mean, we have options, man. There are some great players still on the board here. Yeah, yeah. Um, show me the edges. You like a good edge piece? Nope, I just saw who I'm going with. Uh, might be a little early, um, but I think he's fitting in the right spot. Give me a Isaiah Foskey out of uh, Notre Dame to uh, be their edge. Yeah, I like Isaiah Foskey. It does feel like a Broncos move, doesn't it? Yep, they got to replace like, Bradley Chubb. Mediocre Notre Dame edge rusher. That's very yep. much a Broncos move. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to follow that up with another mediocre edge rusher. No, no, I'm okay. not doing that. Uh, I actually am going to go with a corner here because they do, do kind of need corner. They only really have one good one on the roster. And opposite side of the ball could be very nice. I think Tyreek Stevenson has potential to go in the first round. So getting him here at the top of round three feels like an absolute steal. He is yep. a big corner with some great coverability. And Tyreek Stevenson to the Broncos helps that room a lot. Uh, on pick number 69. Nice. I can't believe I'm going to do it, but nice. I am going to do it. It makes a lot of sense here. Uh, again, he doesn't have necessarily all the stats that you're expecting, but he does have oh the traits. And look, how much can we trust Matt Stafford out there right now? We're going to go get him some somebody to back him up in the third round, maybe groom into my next starter. Aiden O'Connell, baby. <laughs> I think this makes a lot of sense here. We're going to go Tanner McKee. I can't believe I'm doing it, but we're going to go Tanner McKee in the third oh, round. Oh, wow. I can't believe you did I, that either, actually. I hate my – I wasn't going to draft him today. I, I can't. Just so we're I can't. Here's – I don't like that I had to do it, but I felt like it's the best <laughs> for, the, for the Rams. Wow. What were you trying to say, Buck? They have – one quarterback on their roster right now. That is they true. have one quarterback on their depth chart right now. That is true. They oh, I, pull up the rest of the quarterbacks, please. The quarterbacks remaining. That's such a Jake Hayner spot or Clayton Tune. <laughs> hey, Aiden O'Connell's averaging Bennett, better realistically. than Tanner McKee already oh, yeah. happened. We already took him. It is what it is. I for, uh, what, for what you're looking for, there's a reason Stetson <laughs> Benning keeps dropping. Tanner McKee, again, didn't have the stats. He also didn't have the roster in college. Putting him behind Matt Stafford for a year might do wonders with the traits that he is a big body, has all the traits that you're looking for. Doug, you've said it to me how many times? That he is what NFL teams are looking to draft. I know. I just... Don't like him. <laughs> I mean, I don't either, but I'm looking at this from an analyst standpoint yeah. going, that no, I, makes I, a lot I, of sense. I appreciate it. It's the right thing to do. All right. Las Vegas is on the clock here. We'll have a Give fucking him. pick from the first two rounds. Jalen Carter and Darnell Washington. The Georgia duo heading to Vegas already in this universe. 
Um, I don't know of a Georgia player in this ra- this range that would fit any better than the one I'm already thinking of. Um, well, and he is kind of a need. Corner. Oh man, he it, it fits. It just it fits really well. I I don't really like that it's three Georgia players to the Raiders back to back to back, but it's going to happen here because Keely Ringo's on the board. And I, I really think that would be a pretty good fit for them. Look, look, if he doesn't succeed in the NFL, he at least will have a Las Vegas stage to play on. Keely Ringo is a fantastic name for Vegas. Yeah. Pretty true. Understandable. I know there are other corners. that Also, I hear that. Go ahead. Kind of like what we did, what you did with Washington earlier, taking a corner there. (laughs) You cut out and then you cut right back in, as I said, or don't. So try, try one more time. Yeah, kind of like what you did with Washington earlier. You know, the NFC East and the AFC West are very similar in that every team in. What bad timing. Yep. Um, Yeah, they need defensive backs. I know where you were going with that, so I can finish your thought briefly. They they have some good quarterbacks in that division. Need some good defensive backs to help you out there for sure. I was going to say there are other, other corners in that range that do make some sense. Like Julius Brents could be a fit for you. I think I'm going to take on the upside of Akili Ringo before I take on the the freakish, like some outlier like Julius Brents is with a six foot four. Um, I mean, you can take, uh, I think the, the speediest guys are off the board. You're taking just raw potential. That would be Keely Ringo. And it, I think he does kind of fit. So. Gave you some time to think there for the Saints. I'm sure yeah. that was a tough spot. It it, it <laughs> is. Can you? I I think I have my pick. Can you scroll up and see where what they picked last time? Okay. Uh, we took Jordan Battle. That's right. In the second Zay, round. Okay, and Zay Flowers in first. We're gonna stay on defense here. We're gonna go interior defensive line, and we're gonna go get the guy from Florida himself, Jervon. Dexter Sr. Okay. All right. Yeah. Solid pick there. And need, need help on the interior for sure. Yep. So the one of the big concerns I was having is everyone's going to say they need offensive line. No, they just need their offensive line to develop. They're in the same situation as Miami. Or stay healthy. <laughs> yeah. They have invested a lot into that offensive line. Yeah. in terms of picks, so we're not going to just jump on them just yet. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, the Tennessee Titans here have C.J. Stroud and some help at tackle. I'm going to argue they need even more help on the offensive line. And, uh, hey, there's a guy here who played with C.J. Stroud. Let's Why not? At this point, kind of makes some sense. Good, good they, spot for him. They do need help at center um ben jones isn't there anymore i believe so that's a problem ben jones was kind of your guy for 
I don't know, six years and really freaking good at it. So get get a guy that your quarterback's already comfortable with in this scenario, being C.J. Stroud. And, yeah, let's get let's get center locked up for the next decade with Luke Whipler. All right, for the Texans, I just want to confirm, we have not drafted them a tackle, have we? We have not. Okay, we're looking for that pure right tackle. They would want Dewan Jones or Darnell Wright. They didn't get either. That's okay. Uh, so we're actually going to go with the next best right tackle. On, ooh. No, actually, I'm going to go with Matthew Bergeron here because he's got that flexibility. He can play okay. both sides of that line at tackle, uh, and I think overall he is a better tackle. All right. I'm with you. I think Wanya Morris would make a lot of sense there. I think that's where you were I, I was leaning to go. Him I thought about it. But, yeah, I think yeah Bergeron and is a better player. Bergeron is a second-round value that you're getting in the early part of the third round yeah. or even the mid part of the third round. That kind of works for me. Yeah, I'm with you. Cleveland Browns here. First time we've seen them all draft. First pick at number 74. They did trade for Elijah Moore. That was their second round pick, essentially. Uh, Was Elijah Moore from the New York Jets. And here they are, 74, with a whole bunch of weird needs that are like half filled. And so they're in a position where it's like, what exactly do you do with this roster? Uh, you're also giving a whole lot of guaranteed money to a guy that I would not have done that for. So there's <laughs> some problems in, in Cleveland. I would say your biggest need is going to be an immediate replacement of Jadavian Clowney, who is not coming back. Uh, you need somebody on the opposite side of Miles Garrett. Who is that going to be for you here? Man, I actually kind of like KJ Henry in this spot. But I'm going to go with my... I'm going to go with my standard in this spot. Because Mm -hmm. I I really love... I love Carl Brooks. And I do think he makes a ton of sense to the Browns here. He has some flexibility with... I think he could move a little bit interior with an NFL weight program. Uh, he has he definitely has the ability to make make it as an edge rusher. Yep. I like Carl Brooks a lot. Um, if you had watched our podcast through the course of the college season, you would have already heard me talk about Carl Brooks quite a bit. So yep. <laughs> stay tuned all year, folks, for complete draft coverage. Have we <laughs> Drafted the Falcons a wide receiver yet? I don't believe so. Okay. Let's bring I want to see what we took for them in the second round. BJ Ojolari. Yeah. All right. Let's go wide receiver. I just want to see. Keep scrolling down. I'll tell you when to stop real quick. I just want to see something. Okay. You can go back up. You, you can I'm, go back I'm up. I'm looking now. Holy cow. Bunch of great guys down here. There is, uh, because we have been real strict on drafting our wide receivers. Look, I would like to go a Tyler Scott, get Desmond Ritter, one of his wide receivers from college. This is still too early for that. Mm. But we are going to go get a guy that Desmond Ritter, I think, is familiar with. We're going to give him Nathan De- uh, Nathaniel Dell. 
Yeah. Get, get him some Falcons, Falcons love their gadget players. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Cordell Patterson and Tank Dell on the same offense would be something, something else. I don't even know <laughs> what else to call that. That's that's something right there. Five that foot eight. Thing. <laughs> five eight can run like the wind. That's <laughs> didn't I just pick for the Rams like three seconds ago? Yeah, you did. You give him Tanner McKee too. But I have the Patriots in the meantime. So you have a minute to think about that. <laughs> think about what to do with the Patriots. Uh which I don't remember what we did last round for them, for the record. Um Anton Harrison, really Anton Harrison in the first round for them. In the second round, we took Siaki Ika. That is a fantastic pick. I love that. That was not me. Um, so Anton Harrison, Siaki Ika. That is fascinating. I think I'm going to have to go with a corner here. And... Man, they're just Julius Brents is so good. I think the Patriots would do that. They would go for a bigger guy at corner. Let's give him Julius Brents. All right, with the Rams, we've gone cornerback. We've gone yep. quarterback. We're gonna go yes. back to the defense real quick. Uh, Doug, we're gonna go get a dude you've highlighted during the regular season. We're gonna go to linebacker. And we're going to get DeMarvian Overshone. Okay. Yeah. He's he's a player that can do a little bit of it all on the field. Yeah. Yep. Versatile linebacker. And he can still hit with power. So he kind of fills in what they wanted Bobby Wagner to be last year. Which... They wanted him to be that, and he was still, like, second-team All-Pro or something. They are like, yeah. nah, it wasn't exactly what we were looking for. Just one of the best linebackers in all of football. Yeah, just of all time. I don't know. We don't, we don't want that on the team. Why would we want to pay for that? Get out of here. Go back to our division rival where you came from. What the fuck? <laughs> but right. I'm, I'm back with the Green Bay Packers. They got it, but. Damn. Yeah, they did, and they also got a really nice stadium, and they're in L.A., so they're going to be hosting a ton of NFL events, I'm sure. Uh, fucking Stan Crocky. Anyway, back with the Packers. Fuck Stan. We gave him a tackle, and we gave him an edge rusher. That's right. Forgot what we did before. I think now is the time to draft a wide receiver. Oh. I'm going to give him Tuck- Tucker Craft. I like that pick a lot. Close enough. I'm going to give them Tucker Craft here at 78. I Tucker Craft, I actually like more than Sam LaPorta. So, it's... Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, This is not a reach in any way. Show me the interior offensive lineman. Yes, sir. Thank you. Oh... Would Look, be great I'm looking. If Andrew Voorhees did not get hurt. Right. So great for all of us. I, I'm looking Wouldn't... for a right guard here. Because I'm sorry, okay. Will Fries is not it. Um, yeah. I mean, 
I wouldn't blame you for taking Chandler That's what I'm Zavala. thinking. Yeah. Let's go Chandler Zavala here. That's what I was thinking. Playoffs in Quentin Nelson. They need a right tackle too. But again, we're getting into the fourth and fifth round guys in tackles. I think an underrated need for the Pittsburgh Steelers is another edge rusher opposite of TJ Watt. TJ Watt has kind of covered up the other issues there at that position because of how great he is personally. If we look at the edge rushers, I don't know what we have available right now. I'm just saying this like as a statement of fact. They need something there. Um, They've man, had good luck with those Wisconsin edge rushers. That's all I'm saying. I know. I know they have. I'm not like the biggest Nick Herbig fan. God damn it. I can't keep track of how what we've drafted to Detroit. Yeah, 6'4", 250, that checks. That's right. I'm going to go with K.J. Henry here. I like him a lot more than most, I think. But an actual pass rushing presence on the defensive line for Pittsburgh would be be a nice fit. Can we run down Detroit's picks again? Oh my, there have been so. Oh, you get to pick for the Bears again. This this is a okay with me. (laughs) Will Anderson Jr. to start things off, and then we had Brian Brian Brzee. Okay, so I don't want to go. Your defensive line is dang near set for a long time. Hopefully. Do they run a four-man defense, though? Uh, four-man defensive line? No, they run... I think it's a 3-4. Okay, then... I think. They got them Luke Musgrave and Richie Rice in the you second round. You know what? Round. I'm, I'm so not going to Defense, over... defense, offense, offense. I know they've started to load up on cornerback. But I think this is the way to go here. They're going to go ahead and take Garrett Williams. Get some youth on that in that defensive back room. I, I like Garrett Williams quite a bit. And, yeah, you can never load up too much on positions of huge value, like corner, like edge rusher, like tackle even. Yeah. I mean, only one you can hurt yourself overloading on is quarterback. And even that, it's just the insurance policy. You know, the guy, you don't have to pay starter money yet. So it's yeah, nothing wrong with loading up with talent. The fucking Chicago fucking Bears. Like, fucking again. He's had, like, all of their picks, and I've had, like, all of Detroit's picks. It's I'm kind not of giving you... I'm not I'm giving not. you another defensive front seven guy. I'm just not doing it. You've drafted too many of them. I don't really want to give you a tight end or a receiver either. I think you're fine. It's either going to be offensive line. You are getting into the range for running backs too, and they could use a running back. I know. I know. I'm very tempted. I mean, who do you even have at running back right now? Khalil Herbert. Herbert, uh, Dante Freeman. Yeah, he doesn't count. Dante Foreman. Yeah. 
Look, you couldn't get his name right. So, um, would you? Yeah. Want well, with, there's a there's a Dante Foreman and an Abdul. In a Dante Freeman, yeah. So yeah. I never keep yeah. it straight. No, that's fair. I'm just giving you shit. I, I'm, I'm not gonna Travis go Tajay Spears. Seattle. I'm gonna go with Zach Charbonnet here because he's the kind of running back that the Bears don't have anymore. Um. Yeah. You hit him, and he hits you back. Um. Yeah. Without David Montgomery, you need somebody who's able to do that, and nobody on that roster is able to do that anymore. So, <laughs> give him a running back who can actually, you know, run people over. All right. <laughs> Kenneth Walker. The only thing that would have been better is. The only thing that would have been better would have been like a, a better fullback than. Than. Karai Blazing Game. But I don't, I don't we think we're. We still have time to draft to a fullback. Don't worry. It's Kari Blazing Game, for the record. And he used to play for the Titans. And is one of the better fullbacks in the I league, actually. Um. I know that's not saying much because there are only like 10 of them. So he's in the top 10, but you know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Seattle, we've also drafted like everything. Can you show me the wide receivers? I certainly can, good sir. The big guy makes some sense, but maybe they try to draft the opposite of. DK Metcalf and get some speed. I don't know. DK's got that speed though too. Uh no, but he a smaller speed guy than a than a big <laughs> guy. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Several options here. Did I see him in there? There's two I'm interested. Um, let me see. Hold on. If I had a vote, I know which way I would go, but I'm not going to do that unless you just need uh, assistance. It is also very fitting that I drafted Carl Brooks in my Bowling Green State University hat. Sko Falcons, baby. Fair. I took I took two classes at Bowling Green State when I was in high school. Hell yeah. It was a Weightlifting Ooh. and chemistry. <laughs> I think I like it. So he's a little bit smaller than the big guy you would want. His so vertical is not amazing. Guys. No, his God, I fucking hate you. Yeah, his vertical is not amazing, but he's gonna slot into that slot receiver right away. We're gonna go Keyshawn Booty. Yeah. Or Kayshawn, I'm sorry. Kayshawn Booty. Booty. I always he get that name right. All over the place in terms of whether people like him or not, because his his twenty twenty one was some of the finest work by a wide receiver we'd ever seen. Similar story to Derek Stingley for the record, where the year before he looked great, and then he had the LSU brain where he decided not to play hard anymore and stunk pretty bad and had showed some attitude issues and stuff that some teams aren't going to appreciate. 
But I do think Keishon Bautista goes inside the top three rounds. He's just too talented. And if he can play up to his potential, that is terrifying. So, makes a lot of sense. And I'm stuck with the Miami Dolphins here. Don't worry, I get stuck with the Chargers. I would would rather have the Chargers than the Dolphins. Um, Man. So, I gave them... If I'm being honest, yeah, if I'm being honest with you, I'm looking for a sure tackler in my linebacker core. That is my biggest issue right now is missed tackles from my linebackers. And I know we just got, was it David Long? Yeah. But I need somebody else back there as well. Yeah, and there are some great options for that. If you're looking for a pure linebacker, I'm not necessarily going to do that. I think Nick Herbig has fallen enough. I could see Nick Herbert going here. Playing against or playing opposite Jalen Phillips. Yep. 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 A little bit of an outside linebacker type more than a defensive end type. But I yep. think either way could work for you, just depending on what exactly. Uh, the Dolphins could put him at either, I guess is what I'm saying. Where have we you. gone with the Chargers? So I know I went. This hurts, man. There's so many names. <laughs> I just totally passed them because we traded down and went in Sam Laporte yeah, at let's... 65. Okay. So we got the tight end. And in the in the first round was at the time we bought it at a bar. Eh? Okay. I have not addressed the interior of their line, have I? You have not. You have not addressed their offensive line at all. Let's go to the and unless, unless you count when we talked about Rashawn Slater, <laughs> which yeah. was let's, let's go to the IOL. <laughs> Give me a sec. <clears throat> I think Juice Scruggs has got to be one of the greatest names we have ever had in the NFL draft. That is such a center name. Juice Scruggs. You know exactly what that kind of man is about right off the rip. <laughs> You're taking your time here, man. Gonna Dude, be I don't... About to be pushing uh, whatever PFF tells you to do. Uh, who's... I'm seeing 30 if seconds you... left. <laughs> If you want my vote, I would I would probably go Michael Wilson here. And I know you just took a tight end. But that no, that makes sense too. Again, so I'm looking at what I struggle with when I get in that position is I need interior offensive line, but mm-hmm. it's just the value's not there right now. That's the right. issue I'm running into. And they specifically need a center, so it's even worse. Um so yeah, we'll go Michael Wilson. Okay. Michael Wilson. To the Chargers, bigger guy, and they love drafting big guys at wide receiver more than anything else. They probably need speed more than anything, which isn't Michael Wilson, but you know they—it's what they prefer to draft. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens 
got themselves Jackson Smith and Jigba in the first round. They don't even have a second round pick, do they? I don't remember nope. them taking a second round pick. That's right. So this is their first pick since taking Jackson Smith and Jigba in our first round last week. Which means I'm really not trying to go offense in any way here, personally. Mm. Let's check out the defensive backs. Oh, yeah. Still pretty steady. That makes sense to me. We're going to go ahead and roll with Darius Rush out of South Carolina. Uh, I know Cam Smith is getting almost all of our attention right now out of South Carolina. Well-deserved. Darius Rush is also phenomenal. And if he doesn't go day two, that's a problem. Have we addressed wide receiver with the Patriots? No. I don't think so. All right, show me the wide receivers. Let's get them up. Yes, sir. All right, and I'm looking. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, let me just double check because we got Siaki Ika, and I had a pick for them a little bit earlier, Julius Brents. Okay. So, yeah, you're you're totally fine to take receiver here. Just had to had to verify. Whew. Didn't want to. All right. Didn't want to ruin our. And I'm, I'm looking for the most Bill <laughs> Belichick player that is going to be the next outstanding slot receiver. Uh, Grant Dubose. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, and, and this is a little reach, which is what Bill's known for. Uh, we're going to go Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati here. Jadakus Bonds, I'm hearing. Let's let's go. <laughs> no, I, I think Tyler Scott fits the mold that he's looking for. I like Tyler Scott. Very fast. Very speedy. Uh, a couple of speedy guys still on the board there, actually. But Tyler Scott, yeah, I, I can see them, see him being a the move there for the Patriots. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in an interesting spot. Got them a tight end earlier. Also got them a guard earlier. Um, man, they... They still could use a lot of help on that defense, and we haven't addressed it at all yet today. I feel like that is the direction we should be looking towards. Mm, I do like Isaiah McGuire. I do like that. There are still some really good corners on this board. I don't know if they're going to go corner. But it feels like it is kind of a need for them still. Yep. Um, At some point, the corner is good enough that being short doesn't matter. The talent's just there for you. I think this is probably the point where I am going to go ahead and take Travis Hodges Tomlinson. No, 
Nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to oh. take Clark Phillips the third instead. I like that pick. Yep. Damn, yep. you were that close to clicking the button too. I know. <laughs> All right. Giants in round one. We went. I believe it was Jordan Addison. Yes, sir. What did we do in round two? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is we, Joe Tipman. Okay, um, so. Yeah. Hmm. Re or am I gonna? No. Yeah. Uh. It's fun with the Giants because it's another team that needs a little bit of everything. You could just go whatever direction you feel like, honestly, and it would make some sense. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like this fit. This is the big body wide receiver that we're looking at. Um, I'm going to go Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee. Two receivers Gross. in the first three rounds. Gross. Cedric Tillman is... Very opposite Jordan Addison. Yes. And I was going to say potentially better than Jalen Hyatt. And everyone loves Hyatt for his speed. Yep. Cedric Tillman is a different kind of receiver than that, but he is very good. And if he didn't get hurt for this season, uh, Jalen Hyatt wouldn't have gotten recognition at all. So <laughs> kind of kind of crazy how things have worked out for Cedric Tillman and all the, all that whole Tennessee team. Hey, uh, can I trade up here with the Bills? And I'm doing okay. one spot. Sure. Sure. What do you... Hey, what do we want to ben, do here? So I'm thinking for the Bills, I'm going to swap 90-91, and I'll throw in a, is there a 2024 7th on there just as a, yes. a, a kicker. So a spot, and you get an extra 7th round pick next year. I don't see why not. I don't know what the... There's something I'm thinking, and I don't know depending what the on... Cowboys need so bad. I, I know exactly what the Cowboys would go after here and why the Bills are trying I don't know to what the Cowboys need. that spot. Hmm. Well, that's interesting because I don't know what I'm going to do. When you look at it. You <laughs> yeah. When you, when you look at it, the Giants has just taken two wide receivers the first three rounds. Yep. And I don't really know that they're especially prepped to just go – cornerback or safety here I, I i'm not sure i'm honestly not even sure so so here's my they... thought and i'm just going to point you in the direction of the position i was thinking because i think these this position is a need for both teams um look as much as we want to say tony pollard is the answer out of dallas i don't think they're 100 committed so i think they're hmm. looking somebody to play opposite the Bills are also looking for a running back. Um, I think they're trying to ju literally just swap with Dallas to get their choice of running back. My personal opinion. Sitting here at the back of the third, it makes sense to me. Interesting. And it's almost no cost. I think Buggy well, already said we kind of don't have an issue with this. I would push back and say don't make it 
make it a sixth and not a seventh at least. Um, that, would, that, that would be just me. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably do that too. Yeah, we can do. We can do. We can do the seventh. That's fine. Fuck the Cowboys. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what? Fuck them. Give them a twenty-five seventh. Then fuck the Cowboys. It says we'll likely be accepted. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So I'm on the clock for the Buffalo Bills now. Uh, and you said you're thinking running back. Yep. Like I get where you're thinking. I get it. Let me just take a peek here at some other options. Really new running. Yeah. It might make some more sense. And I, honestly, I thought this might be what you were thinking as well when you said they'd be kind of competing for the same kind of position group. Yeah. We're starting to run thin on some corners, honestly. Well, that's fair. And I do think both teams, the Bills and the Cowboys, need a corner. Come uh, on, man. Trayvon Diggs is hit or miss. You're golden. <laughs> right. Right. Man, do I really want Damian Harris, James Cook, and Naheem Hines going to next year, though? That's the problem. They have a completely different room, but is it a good room? It was good enough that they made the moves, right? I'm going to go ahead and take... Um... I'm going to go ahead and take Riley Moss here. All right. Which probably wouldn't be the corner that most people would go with with these guys still on the board. Uh, also, interesting fact, going to be the first white corner in the NFL in a very long time. Congrats. Um, I am probably going to go running back here. The issue I'm running into, do you bring up the running backs? I sure can. The issue this puts me into, it's the other thing I was thinking. Um, yeah, there are like well, five no. worth considering here. No, so <laughs> if you scroll up, A-Chain is still on the board, isn't he? Yeah. Now, that doesn't really fit the Cowboys because you have Tony Pollard. Right, right. Honestly, if you're looking for Cowboys fit, not I mean, you're going with the name. Are you saying with Cowboys fit, you like A-Chain? I'm just saying the Cowboys fit, it's definitely not A-Chain. Yeah, and but you know what is a Cowboys fit? A name like uh, Tank Bigsby. Yeah. Who they think is the dollar discount, Bijan Robinson. And who is the deeply discounted Ezekiel Elliott. So it's perfectly that, what they want. The same role. A plus plus on their trade. Opposite of Tank Dell, Tank Bigsby so, is massive. So my thought deserves. there, <laughs> my thought there is the Bills would fear that the Cowboys are going to go ahead and take um, 
A-Chain. So they're going to trade up, try and get A-Chain. And then the Cowboys, either way, were going Tank Bigsby for me. All right. The Bengals are up. Joey Porter and Sidney Brown for them previously. Filling out that defensive back room. So, not doing that here. <laughs> hmm. Is it time to bite the bullet, rip off the Band-Aid, do the very thing the Bengals are sworn enemies of doing, and draft a tackle? Yes, it is that time. Protecting. Yeah, who wants to protect your quarterback? That's so gross. Man. That's a hard pick. They they just traded for um, Orlando Brown, right? Uh, Did they? Yes, the Orlando Brown Jr. is listed as left tackle for them. Okay. Jonah Williams is still hurt. Jackson Carmen, you're not going to want to move, really. Lael Collins is hurt still. Honestly, you probably need interior more than you need tackle. As crazy as that is. And also, the Bengals are allergic to drafting tackles. So do you draft the injury concern, or... Yeah, but who are you really going to want to take here at 92 in the interior? Uh, you could go... Well, Lusigan makes sense here, too. A little bit, but I'm not... It's a I'm bit of a sold. reach. Yeah. I'm not sold. I think I'm going to go ahead and go with... Uh, I'm an Ohio State fan. People are going to hate me for doing this out of order. I do like Davis Allen more than I like Luke Schoonmaker. <laughs> I'm going to take Davis Allen here, which is about dang time they drafted a tight end because they desperately need a tight end in this offense. Irv Smith and Drew Sample and Devin Asiasi and Tanner Hudson all don't need starting time so let's let's give them a tight end who i think could actually make a difference for you is this the first pick with carolina since bryce young no no it is not we gave okay. them somebody in the second round just feels that way it really and dude that's so long we gave him will mcdonald mcdonald okay who fell to them in the 39 edge. yeah you made that terrible joke remember yeah that's right yeah. Um. So we need to protect our on this our farm. New he had some Panthers. <laughs> you definitely could go offensive line here, but really, I do like the Carolina offensive line quite a bit. Um, I maybe I'm overhyping it. I mean, I'm sure there are areas you can improve on. I'm not saying who's, you can never improve. Who's, who's their new head coach? Frank Reich. 
he's a chain also makes a lot of sense here too, unless you're going to believe in Chuba Hubbard the entire time. And Chuba Hubbard is not necessarily your speed guy. He's kind of an all-around guy. So A-Chain would be a nice compliment. Am I crazy for thinking that? You are not crazy for thinking that, though I am surprised you think that because of how much you love Chuba Hubbard. I mean, production speaks wonders. Um, you are, you've, you've been on Chuba's Chuba since before he was drafted. You know what? Let's put an end to this. Let's go with Devin A-Chain here to the Carolina Panthers. So sit behind you. Behind. <laughs> sit on Chimpy. top of. Wow. <laughs> you went there, huh? Wow, that's, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's great. I'm a big fan of how this has transpired. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the Filthy Delphia Eagles. Who are pissed that they just lost out on another running back by one pick. Yeah, I'm actually not that pissed. I don't think I mean, Devin A-Chain is really the fit at running back, which I am going to go running back. Nice. Right away. It's down to two options for me. Deuce Vaughn. Hunter Lukey. No. Um, it's either Dwayne McBride or Tajay Spears. For me, mm. I feel like Tajay Spears more fits the mold of what they would want. Yeah, gonna go that direction. Although, yeah, that was that was a coin flip in my head. Basically, Dwayne McBride is awesome. Um. All right, we've gone Marvin Mims. And mm-hmm. Felix, uh, and DK Uzama. Oh, yeah. who's in their secondary? Fucking nobody, probably. They don't just don't have one, they line up without one. They just they put their offense back on the field <laughs> when, the, when it's time to play defense, it's just the offense again. No, I actually, I actually do like Justin Reed, and there are two starting corners: Trent McDuffie and Legarius Sneed. I like them both. Trent but McDuffie's you can always their, Trent McDuffie's not shown on their our lads anymore. Okay, well he's on the roster, so I don't know what happened to him. Oh, he's starting as the nickelback. Okay. I was looking at their left cornerback, which is Jalen Watson, the seventh round pick from last year. Okay. Don't didn't they have somebody else? Dude. I guess not. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Whatever. Forget it. <laughs> no, I you can always use more corners is is a conversation worth having. And safeties, I like Justin Reed quite a bit. Do you really trust Mike Edwards or do you trust your depth at safety is is a concern. So I am gonna go corner. But I'm not okay. going to go to the corner I was originally thinking of. Uh, in this case, I am very specifically looking for an outside corner. So I'm sorry, Travius, Hodges, Tomlinson, you are not it. Uh, what is it you is are not the corner. <laughs> did we draft Caillou Blue Kelly and I missed it? No, we did not. 
All right, let's go Caillou Blue Kelly. I do like Caillou Blue Kelly. Better Stanford prospect than Tanner McKee. (laughs) We are into the compensatory picks. We have made it. We have made it to compensatory time. And fucking finally. See those three 49ers picks at the back end of this? Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Very Mm -hmm. exciting. Before we get there, let's start off with the Arizona Cardinals, who got themselves a nice corner, nice edge rusher. Uh, I feel like we got something else earlier that I am forgetting. John Michael Schmitz. Jingleheimer, as Bug called him. His name is actually my name as well. It is impressive. Mm. Kind of want to go interior defensive line if we have somebody that pops out at me. Ooh, yeah. I'm feeling it. Let's I like how go... you do that and then continue to scroll, by the way. Let's go Jacqueline Roy out of LSU. Big boy. Fill up that middle of that line. Got him, got him an edge rusher earlier. They already need everything. So let's just let's keep loading the loading that defense up. Try to get something working here. Maybe they trade DeAndre Hopkins during yeah. the draft and get some additional defensive players. <laughs> um <what> defense, <clears throat> we yeah, what defense does Ron Riverboat Ron run? Please tell me it's a three four. I need it to be a three four or three something. I legitimately do not know off the top of my head. I got this. Hold on. It feels like a four three to me. ESPN listed as a four two five, actually. It it yeah, and that's what they have in our lads. That's unfortunate because, okay. man, I want to get rid of this big boy up the middle. Uh, he fits a lot of schemes as a run stopper. This is not the situation for that. Where have we gone with uh, Washington so far? <laughs> Dude, I can't. I, I, can't. I know. I know. I, I keep doing it, too. It's fine. It's just, just funny to me at this point. Roderick the difference Jones is you can do it as I'm round. trying to pick. Uh, DJ Turner at number okay. 47. Um, is that it? I guess that's it. Yeah, they don't actually have a third round pick, just the, this compensatory. And then in the first round, we went Roderick Jones. Roderick Jones. So they got the tackle. And DJ Turner. Um, you know what let's let's go ahead this is where he goes yeah we're, we're gonna go ahead and take god damn it duck. <laughs> we're gonna take uh travius hodges tomlinson here uh they could use a nickel corner they just need defensive help is the big thing that is wild in my opinion Obviously, I didn't stop you, but two 
five foot nothing corners in the same draft inside the first three rounds together is insane to me. They also desperately need help at corner, so why not? (laughs) Why not? Get yourself two really good corners, even if they're short as hell. Ah, the Cleveland Browns are back in the clock. Got themselves Carl Brooks earlier, who I'm a big fan of. Love Carl Brooks, as I've already discussed. I do want to look at defensive back for them. Yep, perfect. Jamie Robinson is the move. They they do need a safety. Jamie Robinson fits pretty well, I would say. Um, after losing John Johnson the third, they definitely need help at safety. Like one of their biggest needs by yeah. far. So defensive line, defensive back already for them, and they got Elijah Moore with their second round pick, basically. I'm sure the Browns are feeling pretty good about themselves so far in this in this universe. Okay. I'm thinking the Niners are thinking they need a 4-3 defensive tackle as a rotational piece here. So let's go ahead and bring up the tackles. Uh, it will not be Moro Ojomo as much as I want to get him picked. <laughs> uh, give me a sec. I have some options. This makes sense to me here, I believe. Let me see. One minute. Let's go Zach Pickens from South Uh, Carolina. I was going to say incoming huge reach with Merlin Robinson, but no. No. (laughs) I I think he's a good fit there. As a rotational piece in the third round, that'd be a great spot for him to go. I like it. I'm on board with you. The Las Vegas Raiders are back on the clock. Got themselves a uh, defensive tackle, Jalen Carter. Got themselves a tight end at Darnell Washington. Got themselves a cornerback in Keely Ringo. Uh, I really don't think I have any Georgia players left to give them. Scrolling, looking, legitimately trying to find more Georgia players for them. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not going Christopher Smith here, uh, even though I do like it. 131. They do kind of need safety. I do want to give them an offensive lineman. And I know we've kind of been avoiding it in the back end of this third round. It doesn't feel like a good range for most of these guys. I want to give them a right tackle, and Wanya Morris is actually very good at that. I could see him going much earlier than pick 100 here. Uh, Wanya Morris is a solid selection for them, and they do need help on that offensive line pretty badly. I don't like how old Trent Williams is, uh, so I am looking for a backup left tackle uh, that hopefully I can develop. And, dude... Dude is a monster, just as big as Dewan Jones, if not taller. We're gonna go Blake Freeland here uh, at 101. Just take a take a pot shot to see if he can back me up on both of my tackle positions. 
Yeah, I like. I'm with you that I like a lot of BYU offensive linemen most of the time. Yeah. My issue with BYU guys is most of them take their mission and then they come out in the draft. They're already 25, 26 years old. Yeah. Not that that's killer. And especially on the offensive line, you can get away with that a lot of the time. But man, does it impede progress compared to a guy coming out when he's 22, getting into the NFL weight room really early getting with NFL coaches really early. Yeah. So I like Brick Freeland quite a bit. It does hurt his uh, you know prospect status that he went to BYU. I mean just straight up. That's it sucks, but it's kind of yeah. true where we're at with it. He fits the scheme too. Wide zone yep. heavy scheme. So interesting to me that a lot of there are still a lot of corners left. We've gone corner a lot already in these first three rounds, but I do think the 49ers still need a corner. Um, That's scary. What's happening? Where did our thing go? It's back. I don't know what happened. Ben That's... froze again, so there's that. Fair enough. Maybe it is a stream yard issue. Um, but I am going to go with a corner here. It's just a matter of deciding which one that I want to go with because I do like a couple of them really I'm down to Jalen Jones and Eli Ricks in my mind probably gonna lean Jalen Jones here and go ahead and that is that's the end of it that's Jalen Jones with the last pick of the third round and the last pick of our Mega Mock Draft 3.0 for the BDT. I like it. I uh, It wasn't as crazy today, and that's okay. Yeah, if there are that many trades in the first round, I think things would calm down quite a bit in the second we, round. This was our anyway. first mock draft doing it with trades together, so, you know. Yeah. The first we were, round got a little bit crazy. But uh, very fun. Very fun. And right. Ben, you've been here since the beginning. Give our overall mock draft a grade. Well, I give StreamYard and Spectrum a fucking F and a half. Okay, good. But the mock draft itself, <laughs> the mock draft itself, I give probably a solid B. I like it. I think that's about fair. The first round was too crazy to be an A. Yeah, we we goofed off too much. Yeah. <laughs> it right, it well, was definitely fun, though. I definitely enjoyed it. And we will actually have more draft coverage for you ahead of next Thursday, which is the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, we will be, number one, we'll be live for that. But on Tuesday and Wednesday, heading into the actual first round of the draft we will also be live once again um me alone will be will be live on tuesday tug will be live alone on wednesday we'll do our final first round mock drafts by ourselves uh just to just make sure that we don't do anything insane and knock each other out of our own rhythms uh get get our own thoughts out there for sure before the first round kicks off on Thursday, we will be live and should be, all three of us, assuming Bo can figure his shit out over there. Let's go, man. 
<laughs> not your fault, but still. It's not me for once. <laughs> but I don't even know. He gave her a respond. It's great. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> have you reset your router? <laughs> like we will have to. We'll have to troubleshoot with him later. Have Either I way, you with satisfactory service and answered all of your questions. <laughs> no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That is the only thing that's come through clearly all episodes. <laughs> that is fantastic. Love it. Look, oh, I was going to ask Ben, because he didn't do most of the talking today to read the links, but his internet is too shitty. It's it's I all know. a plot, I'm telling you. It's all a plot. <laughs> Massive conspiracy theory to force Tug to do the thing he despises most. Just read it. It's always me. I don't hate <laughs> doing it. I say that it's always me. It's your thing now. It's part of your outro. Oh, it's just not. It is now. It's just part of your vibe. You give off big link energy. That, that scares me. Now I'm going to take us out of here unless Ben has a dad joke to add if he can. <laughs> I mean, I can try, but how much of this is actually going to come through? So that was perfectly fine. So let's yeah. let's press our luck. Why not? We'll go with uh. We'll... Damn. Nice. Right as you started between actually trying alligator. To... Just get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our links are scrolling on the bottom below. I'll read them out for our audio listeners. Uh. They will be attached in the description below, but we have patreon.com slash football, twitter.com slash football, facebook.com slash football, instagram.com slash underscore football, bdtfootball.com, mailbox at bdtfootball.com, youtube.com slash at big dudes in the trenches, the discord link. I'm sorry, I can't read it out. The most up-to-date one will be posted in the description. But with that, Doug, do you have any last things to add? I really don't think so. All right. Other than, you know, it's been it's been an honor doing a three round mock draft with you, sir. It's been uh, fun, as crazy man. It as really it was. Has. It's been we, fun. We got a little bit nuts with it, but <laughs> we'll tone it down next year when we do this again. No, we won't. Fuck that. <laughs> well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching and/or listening. And just remember, you can't win a game if you can't win.